A couple episodes ago, I showed you how to work with subdomains and how you can set up a separate subdomain for each individual record in a database, for example. Here we have a couple of blogs, a personal blog and a company blog, and each of these have their own subdomain. So if we go to the personal blog, it's personal.blog.local and so on. Now, when you're working with subdomains, sometimes you may want the specific subdomain to look different, the actual site to look different than the rest of the site. You might want your personal blog to look different than your company blog, for example. And to accomplish this, we can uh, do dynamic layouts. Um, we could build an entire theming system, but we don't have time for that here, and it's a little bit overkill, I think, for this example. Uh, let's just see how we can, on our blog page, let's say when we're editing a blog, we want to be able to select which layout to use for this blog. Now in our Rails application, currently I just have two simple layout files just to demonstrate this. I have the normal application layout file, which is what we see all the time, and I also just have the plain layout file. And the only difference here is just that this one doesn't have the CSS file, so it'll look pretty plain and bland. Um, but of course you can customize this however you want, use different style sheets, add a logo at the top, change the menu system or something. Really it's all up to you on what you want to do between different layout files. Um, so what we want to do is be able to select between these dynamically for each separate blog. Okay, so we need to keep track of this in our blogs table, so let's add a new migration to generate a new column for holding the layout, which layout belongs to a blog. So we can just say generate a migration, say add a layout to blog, and then we'll just call that column layout name, make it a string, and I'm also going to add another column here while we're at it called custom layout content, and I'll show you that a little bit later on in this episode. Okay, and don't forget to run the migrations. Okay, so here's our blog form uh, partial where we can add a new field in here for that new layout name column we just added. So we call it layout name, and then we can just use a select column, select field, I mean, um, to give us a select menu where we can set a few field uh, values here. And let's call the first one standard. And that'll just have the value of application. And that's the name of the layout file itself. And then we'll just have the next one called plain. And we'll just give the value plain as well. And that will actually, this will be the name of the select menu item. And this will be the actual value that gets saved into the database under the layout name column. Now when we just reload this page here, there we go. There's our select menu and we could just choose which layout we want. So let's just choose plain for this specific blog. And then we want it so that when it goes to it, it uses that layout. But it doesn't currently because we haven't linked anything up yet. So here's our controller. And you may re recall back in episode 123, we set up this before filter called load blog. And that's actually just a method inside of our application controller here, which just sets up the blog instance based off of the current subdomain. So that's all good. And what we want to do is change the layout dynamically depending on the current blog after we load it. And notice the blog is only loaded on the show action. Now way, way back in episode seven, I showed you how to work with layouts. And we have access to a layout method inside of our controller. And we can either pass maybe the name of a, the layout we want to use. And that will be used, this name, this specific layout will be used for all these actions in the controller. We can also pass a symbol into layout, and this is 
um, going to be a method name. So let's just call it blog layout. I'll just put the, sim, the, the method up here for now. Um, and this method, this is how you can make layouts dynamic because you allow um, every time an action is called, this method will be executed and it can just return the name of a layout you want. And we can make this dynamic. So in this case, we want to say our current blog um, layout name because current blog is set up when we do this before filter. However, this will work for just the show page, which is what we want, but it will not work for all the other pages because this layout will get triggered for this, this specific method here will get triggered for all the other pages. And we only really need it to be triggered on the show action because that's the only time we are loading our blog in our subdomain. So what we can do here is instead of actually setting up our layout here, we can specify our layout actually inside of this before filter here when we load our blog. Let me show you. Okay, so here's that before filter method in our application controller where we load our blog. And if we load our blog successfully, then we want to actually change our layout to whatever the blog layout is set to. And we actually have access to that same layout method here. We could just call self class and then that will return the instance of the controller class and we can actually call layout directly on here inside of this before filter. And here we can specify our current blog um, layout name. And actually I'm going to default this to uh, application if the layout name is just nil for some reason. So now if we just try going to our personal blog, well, look at that. Our blog is ugly now because it's just using the plain uh, layout file without the style sheets. If we go back to um, the company blog, and that's using the application layout, so that is correct. So we've successfully made this dynamic where it's actually changing the layout depending on the contents of the blog. And this was all accomplished by just setting our layout in our before filter dynamically. Now, do you remember that second column I added to our, our blogs table? It's just called custom layout content. Well, you may know where I'm going with this. What if we want to have a field in our form when we're editing our blog to actually type in the actual HTML content of our layout file instead of just selecting it from a, a name, a predefined theme in a sense? What I mean is that when you go to edit a blog, you can choose, let's say, a custom option here and then you can actually type in the contents in a big text file here of the actual layout HTML. Okay, so inside of our blog form, we want to add a third option in our select menu here for custom. And I'll just give it the value of custom so we can use that later on. And we want a field here for typing in the custom content. So we'll just call it custom layout content, which is the column or the field in our database with that name. And we'll give it um, 12 rows, how about, and it's actually a text area instead of a text field. Now when we reload our form here, there we go. Now we can select custom in our layout and um, type in whatever content we want in here. Now, ideally this field would only show up if we select custom, but um, that's kind of out of topic of this episode. You could just set that up with some JavaScript. Anyway, 
what do you think you would type in here for a custom layout? Well, it would make sense that since a part of this is dynamic, you need to somehow render the content of the page inside of this custom layout content. So you need to add some dynamic content where the user can come in and edit it. And whenever you're doing this, it's a good idea to, to find some kind of template lang language. And you may recall back in episode 118, I showed you how to use Liquid. So I'll just use that in here. Now I already have the Liquid gem installed on this machine, so I'll skip that step, but really just called uh, gem install liquid. And then once you do that, you can just, in your environment file, just set up the, um, to load the liquid gem, just like that. So now all we need to do is that if someone selects a custom layout, it just renders a content using liquid. So let's just make a layout called custom. All right, so I'm just going to paste in some content here um, instead of t having to type it all. Anyway, this is very simple. All it's doing is just calling parse on our liquid template to, uh, and we just pass in our custom layout content. So it's going to parse our, our layout, um, whatever the person types in that text field. And then it just renders it and passes some variables to it. This will um, insert whatever they put for the tags. This will insert the contents here. So for our page content, we can just insert the contents of yield, and our page title, we can insert the contents of yield title. And these yields are exactly the same as we would do in a normal template, like our application template here. We're just yielding our title here and yielding our main content here. Now, of course, we may want to pass in some other things too, like our flash message, uh, maybe the extra header content, but really this is just... Um, I'll just leave it this way just to keep it simple. So now what this means is we can now use those tags inside of our custom layout content. So we could say our title. Of course, we'll want to use HTML here, but I'm just going to demonstrate this quickly. Our, our content is our page content. Okay, so let's try this out and see if it works. And let's try visiting our personal blog. And it looks like it's not quite right. Um, our title and content aren't rendering for some reason. Taking a look back at our custom layout, it turns out that it's a problem or a mistake that I make all the time. And that is I'm passing symbols here instead of strings and uh, liquid expects strings here. So keep that in mind if you don't get any output, just make sure you're using strings as your uh, variable names. Now when we reload this page here, ah, oh, much better. Now we're actually getting the title and the content correct. So now we can fill in the rest of our layout file however we want. I want to leave you with just one last thing, uh, just so you can see what's possible with the custom layout content. I cooked up a little something here. Um, let's just submit this and go to the blog and check that out. Now we have a Railscast styled blog page just from changing the custom content layout and just placing some CSS in the head. This episode is sponsored in part by Pragmatic Screencasts. They offer high-quality screencasts on a variety of subjects, including Ruby and Rails. Check them out at pragmatic.tv. Also sponsored by GitHub. One of the best ways to improve yourself as a programmer is to collaborate with others, share your code, and read other code. In my opinion, GitHub is the best way to do that. Check them out at github.com, sign up there, and share your code.